money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. We are in the the middle of summer. I think yeah. we're, well, maybe not the middle of summer, but it is summer. And uh, we are. I'm going to throw the caveat out there now because we always have been doing that the last few months since mm-hmm. the COVID environment has changed our lives. Um, we are pre-recording this. Mm-hmm. So uh, a few weeks ago, we pre-recorded it. So you're, we're on July 24th and yeah. We are, okay. it's in case something in the world has drastically changed and flipped. That's why we're. And if it's a really drastic flip, you probably won't hear this, right? Yeah, well. maybe, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I always feel like I have to say that because uh, anyway, because we are this summer recording two or three ahead. So sure. yeah, just, but we're trying to keep on track like we do uh, uh, in the, of what's happening in say, the COVID yeah. If you want the up-to-date version, Facebook Live, Friday mornings oh, at yes, 10. Oh, yes, that's right. Right? So we're doing Facebook Lives, which just Reb and I, which is just a bit of a follow-up question and answer, discussing the, the real current time. We, we also, of course, um, you know, the podcasts, as you go through, you can find them on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. Those are the, the, the websites where you don't need a player. You don't need anything. You can just log on, click, and listen. Uh, if you are a podcaster, then download it on your, your favorite podcasting platform. Please rate us. Uh, that's very helpful. And, and we, uh, yeah, just enjoy. So yeah, welcome here. Welcome. Thanks for listening. So, spending your summer a little bit with us. So th- yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Okay. So, but this morning we're inviting Ray. We haven't had you on for weeks, Ray. Thanks mm-hmm. for coming back. I'm glad to train you again. <laughs> I think because of of what's happened and how we've been recording, like more currently, trying to record more currently. Uh, I think the month of June, I just said, Ray, we just don't have space for you. So, but you're back. So, thanks. So, by way of inter- introduction, for those of you who don't know Ray oh, yes. Borg, Ray Borg is the ministry liaison for um, Financial Discipleship Canada. Mm-hmm. You want more information or resources? Um, I feel like. Financial Discipleship Canada is kind of the resource arm of More Than Enough because we love the resources that are offered mm-hmm. there uh, through notmine.ca. So notmine.ca is is everything Financial Discipleship Canada, and that's resources. So that's uh, Compass Canada material, so that's small um, group material, that's uh, books, that's videos. I know there's all kinds of resources uh, at notmine.ca. So again, thanks, Ray, for coming on and joining us and we're yeah so anyway sorry you were going to say something ray no i was just going to say good to be with you again and you know on notmine.ca you can also hear these podcasts yes because you've put them on yeah great Mm -hmm. so good so are you having a nice summer so far there yes i am thank you very much good um okay so we're gonna just start in i mm-hmm. yeah i've already feel like we've already been talking about this this morning which we already have so we just told dan just to press record before we got away from <laughs> but well, before we had the conversation and before we recorded anyway so here we are 
We at the beginning of the year, we had this great idea that we were going to because um, Ray and Dave are both pastors, as some of you know, and um, we're like, OK, we'll get these past pastoral insights into some of these parables that Jesus spoke about relating to treasure and money and possessions or the stories he, he shared. So we kind of have kept the track, but it's we did get sidelined because COVID happened in March. So. So today we're back. We're going to talk about, and actually Ray picked them this time, uh, the parables of the hidden treasure and the pearl found in Matthew 13 mm-hmm. and 44 to 46, really. There are two very short parables, and I'm going to read them. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. So those are two very short little uh, stories that Jesus told to uh, express the mysteries of the kingdom of God. I was trying to figure out what he was trying to express, but. I know he told parables so that some would see and hear and others wouldn't. Well, is so, it, yeah, and I mean, isn't that um, part of the, uh, maybe it's the human question, uh, if, if we call it the human question, to say, you know, what is the kingdom of heaven like? Like, what's it like to, you know, what is heaven like? You know, I mean, uh, it's interesting to me that, that that's how Jesus kind of starts or addresses a lot of his parables. This is explaining some mystery, something that, we all intrinsic or not intrinsic, but we all want to know the answer to, and Jesus is going, okay, so let me, let me share that in a parable. Right. Um, and, and does it, which must've been confusing and I think still confuses us, but which is why we're here to talk about it today. So we've got two treasures, a treasure, a treasure hidden in a field, and we've got a pearl of great price. So Ray, what I'm going to start with you just if you give us some overall insight into these two stories that he shares. Well, you know, as I heard you reading them again, um, I, I was just thinking, just thinking a natural, um, when we're on a journey, we suddenly find something that's really incredibly um, expensive and rich and suddenly is within our reach. Mm-hmm. And the excitement of that, that suddenly wells up. And, and in both instances, you know, the treasure that is found goes and sells everything just to get that field because he's hidden it so nobody else can see it. And then the pearl, um, he's, he's a merchant. He's looking to, to make money. So he's looking for pearls to buy and sell. And here suddenly finds the ultimate pearl. And the excitement that must have been as somebody who managed that all the time, um, how... Uh, that must have felt for him then to go and be able to buy that, that it had been hidden, and suddenly he's there. And I thought, you know, in some senses, that's how Jesus sees us. Mm-hmm. Jesus sees us as that great treasure, that pearl, and the excitement and the delight to find us and to see us turn our hearts towards him, and um, how much joy that gives him in the process. And then on the flip side is for us, the key, because it talks about the kingdom of heaven, and what is that like for us um, suddenly discovering something that is costly, 
And that's giving our hearts and our lives wholly over to Him. And and it seems like um, a, a, a weighty thing to be able to do that. And yet, suddenly, if we do that, we suddenly, it's like a treasure box opens up. There are so many goodies in there that we would have never dis- discovered if we had not released ourselves. And that's what the kingdom is like. And there's such joy of discovery and finding out what the kingdom's all about and, and the freedom in our own lives that we come into when we actually are, are willing to, to just say, yeah, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm just going to say, Lord, I want to yield to you because I know you have a greater purpose in my life. And, and I'll experience so much more joy if I release myself to you. Do you think, Ray, that, uh, and I'm asking this question because uh, I, I think there's a bit of a principle there when it comes to money, uh, just picking up on, on that last comment where, you know, we often get this attitude of, you know, I can eat, you know, eat, have my cake and eat it too. You know, I can, I can have uh, so much in, in my hands or, or, you know, I can keep gathering and keep gathering and and the reality is 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 we can't we actually have to release and so there's there's almost a, when we're doing our our financial um planning and our financial dates is is tr- always trying to decide do do we have you know what do we hold on to and what do we release what do we hold on to what do we release is is that i guess resonate I think, you know what that makes such good sense if i think about my own personal journey and my wife and I, you know, when, when we had line of credit, when we had some debt, um, and just actually making the choice to actually um, budget and have a spending plan and actually taking greater charge of our finances so it's not going out to debt, it actually opens up the opportunity to partner with the Lord and to sow into places, into people's lives, into ministries. And there's a, there's a real joy in that process, being able to do that and see then the Lord open those things, you know. And like, you know, we had a friend who reached out and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to Montreal. I want to start connecting with students and start sharing the gospel. And we had the opportunity to do that because we weren't strapped with debt mm-hmm. and, and paying things to be able to invest in her life and say, yes, that's extending the kingdom out, Lord that's exciting to see that and hear the reports of what you're going to do through her life. And, and, you know, the, the focus, uh, and, and this is maybe the, the shift in focus in, in, in our current environment is, is it's always in what I don't have, what I don't have, what I don't have, wait, what I can acquire. Okay. Well, if I had the money, what would I do? That kind of thing. And, and, and I think what Jesus is, is pointing out with both of these parables is listen, um, the, the, the um can we say that the we need to focus in on the thing that actually is is the better thing like there's there's a good thing and there's a better thing or there's a you know um you know the kingdom of heaven or the the pearl or the treasure they were willing to both those guys in the scenario who are in the parable were willing to sell everything they had to acquire that like so their focus was on gaining the treasure gaining the pearl not necessarily on the, you know, I got to sell everything that I own to get it, but it's I, worth it. I think because I, you know what story, I mean, there's a million things going through my head as you guys talked this morning, but, uh, but what I hear 
still when I read it is when the rich young ruler came to Jesus mm-hmm. and he said, I've done everything. What do I need to do? And Jesus turns to him and says, well, sell all you have and give it to the poor. And Jesus looks at him and loves him. But in that story, he turns and walks away because that was the one thing that had his heart that he, he couldn't release to gain the kingdom, to gain, to be, to fully release himself. And when I, I, I think when I read these parables, I read them in context of that story sometimes because I'm always thinking, well, the cost, the cost, the cost. And Jesus talks to us about that. Consider the cost of building a tower. You, you're, you're going to consider the cost to follow me. You, you, that's wisdom. That's wise. But in this story, when, I, when we read, if we read them alone, just without those other uh, stories influencing my thinking, I think this is what jumped out at me, even when Ray and I were talking about it before. It's the joy that, that was his. And I think, do I live um, with kingdom purposes in mind with joy? Or do I think it's just a task and God's a taskmaster and he's telling me to obey, 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 do it this way, do it this way, and look at all the things I've given up. And I honestly, sometimes I feel like the rich young ruler and I feel like, oh man, I got to give this up again, or I have to figure this out, or I have to yield this sin or, and I know it's sound, I'm sounding horrible, but that's my conviction in reading this parable, but it's the joy, it's the focus, it's him. We get him, we get Jesus. We get to, to, I mean, and I was thinking about the verses that the one I've been memorizing and thinking about, you know, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I mean, what, like, I mean, that there's three things in that verse They like we're his, he, we're, he knows us and we follow him and he speaks to us. I mean, what greater treasure is, is there than, than that? I like that he, that we have relationship with him. And I mean, there's this. And, and that's and that's the focus, right? Like, you know, Ray, as, as we were you know bringing this to, to kind of our financial journey, and and again the 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 tactile mirror, what's going on in our hearts and what's going on in our wallets, right? So you know, do we recognize the treasure even when we see it? Like, do we recognize it? Um, if we do, then are we willing to do what it takes to actually get it, um, or? Or are we, you know, there's a whole bunch of things in there that as we, I look at finances and if, as I look at our own journey saying there are times where I didn't recognize the treasure at all. I, I was so focused on keeping what I have that I actually missed the treasure. Like I, I missed the opportunity. And then there are times where I saw the opportunity and then I just chose not to do, do it because I was scared or because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be uncomfortable or I didn't want to take the risk or, you know, I was, I was working from a place of fear because, uh, you know, uh, well, if I sell everything I have first, then what if somebody else goes and buys the lot before I do, right? Like what, what if something happens, right? Uh, oh my, you know, what if I get scammed or something? So for me, I can totally see in, in parts of my own financial journey that the, this parable really resonates with, okay, so eventually we get to the point where are we focused on the joy? Are we focused on the, the, the treasure? Are we focused on the pearl um, as opposed to the cost, uh, being a Dutch guy, 
the cost is an important thing to me, mm-hmm. right? Well, and I'm thinking, and I, I'll let Ray speak to that in a minute, but I'm just going to throw this in, the the what ifs. You keep bringing up what if. Well, if I give to them, if I give to that lady and that's going to do outreach in Montreal, like you have already said, Ray, you know, what if, what if I won't have enough? That, that is the one of the biggest questions that runs through our mind, I think. What if I won't have enough? What if I give here and I won't have enough? Yeah, and I mean, in response to that, I would say that's part of trusting the Lord. But, you know, as David was just talking about that, you know, um, that second parable, it's about, you know, he's a merchant looking for beautiful pearls. Mm -hmm. So I can take that pearl and have the immediate gratification of it. But in the long term, what is more um, fulfilling is the joy of finding the ultimate one. Mm -hmm. And um, as I'm thinking about this, you know, the kingdom of heaven, I think we get kind of focused on the here and now, mm-hmm. but what about the kingdom of heaven? It's for eternity. Yeah. So um, in the longitudinal perspective of our lives, like the rich young ruler, I, one wonders how much joy was he really walking in, or did the money really have such a grip of his heart that it actually mm-hmm. sucked the joy out of him because mm-hmm. he wasn't free to... Um, be able to move as he desired, or the Lord began to prompt him. And so I think there are times when um, we miss it, when the Lord is nudging us to bless somebody and trust him with it. You know, I've heard many stories over the years where people gave their, you know, we think of the widow's might, mm-hmm. where people gave their out of almost that place of need, and yet the Lord suddenly opened the door and uh, released blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, sometimes it's a test of the heart and the obedience part. But it's the obedience as we fulfill it that the joy is released, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I I mean, I love these two parables back to back as well from the perspective of, you know, in the first one, he's not really looking for the treasure. It's kind of like the treasure finds him, right? Uh, Oh, he's in a field. I don't know why he's digging in a field. Why he's digging in a field that's not his own, right? Like, uh, I mean, the parable doesn't fill in those, those details, but the, the reality is, is the treasure finds him. Whereas in the second one, we've got a guy searching for the treasure. And, and it's almost like Jesus is saying, it doesn't matter how, how you come across the treasure, but will you recognize it when you do? And will you, in a sense, give up everything you have? to gain it. And if we're talking about the kingdom of heaven, we're talking about eternity and saying, you know, am I, you know, we've often said the Randy Alcorn line, you know, do we live for the dot, that little spot, which is the 80 years that we're alive, or do we live for that long line that stretches into eternity? Which, which perspective are we, are we, you know, looking at, or do we have in, in the area of finances? So do I give, the the actual tangible money that I have so that someone can can have health or someone can have safety or someone can have like am I willing to to give that stuff for my neighbor right just you know doing that that second greatest commandment like do I do these things because my motivation is is well in eternity it's not you know this is going to matter that that me caring for my neighbor is going to matter for eternity where me having a comfortable you know whatever it is and not spending the money or the comfortable what i think is safety when in fact it doesn't really matter for eternity so 
And that's digging, that's digging into these parables a little bit, you know, kind of going that way. The one thing that I uh, actually, I've just also been thinking about is you, you said it really quickly at the beginning, Ray, is looking at the parable, not just from us, uh, us finding the kingdom, giving up all we have um, to, to buy the field, but it's what Jesus did. Mm. Um, and I, I think, you know, I, I don't know if I always think about these parables that way and maybe, maybe that's a new thing for anyone listening as well, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm like just contemplating in my mind, you know, that the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant. It's like Jesus looking for these pearls. Mm -hmm. And when he finds the one of great value, he goes away, gives everything he has he gives his life and he buys that. And I think of the sheep, right? He leaves the 99 and goes after the one because the one is of great value. Um, he finds a treasure in a field and then for joy goes out um, and sells all he has and buys the field. Well, how, what does he buy Buy the field with? Jesus, for us, it's his life. He, he buys, he comes he he doesn't consider himself equal with God. He becomes flesh. He dies on a cross for our salvation and our freedom and our and and that word and and he went with joy. You know, and maybe I'm just pulling it apart a little bit. I don't know if it, if well, it does no, but just just okay. I want, oh, okay. I want just, in. no, just one. I because I I think of the verses in Hebrews where it says. You know, consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so you don't grow weary and lose heart. You know, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorned its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. I mean, that phrase, the joy set before him, and in this parable, and for joy he went and sold all that he had to buy the field. Okay, I'm going to jump in because you stole my thunder. Oh. I, w- I was, I was going to bring the uh, Hebrews verse in. Uh, uh, I love I'm it. Sorry. I love you, honey. But I'm so you, sorry. You, are, you and I are both, like, that was just burning on my, that's why I, I, I'm like, this is what the writer of Hebrews is actually, it, it's a, a direct connect. The writer in Hebrews is encouraging us to run the race with perseverance, to look at Jesus who's gone before us, in, even in these parables and, and saying, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. And guess what? He did this. He found mm-hmm. us, the great pearl, and he scorned the, sh- the shame of the cross and, and the for joy the joy set, set before, before him. him. And, and, you know, the Hebrew, the, the writer in Hebrews is actually saying, take note. There's the example we but, have in Christ. But the, I, I know Ray probably has lots of things to say, but the, the one thing I get excited about is that that's what is our motivation. If he's done all of this for us, who are we not to give all we are um, for all? I mean, that's the, that's a phrase from the song long ago, Steve Camp, to give all that we are for all that he is. It's the gospel according to Jesus. You know, who are we not to sell all we have to? But um, but Ray, maybe you could speak to that. Like, what is it that's in the way? Like, what is it that we need to um, be, be selling out of our lives, I guess. Well, you know, as I, I just, <laughs> the two of you going back and forth on this, I just, <laughs> I, I just 
I wonder if there's not somebody listening who needs to lay hold of that revelation that Jesus loves them, that he laid his life down for them, specifically for you, whoever it is that you are listening right now. That is a truth. That is his heart for you, that he loves you, and he laid down his life for you to to bring you into relationship with him, that your joy, your joy may begin to bubble up in there, that all the fear and the shame and condemnation, all that stuff would just be broken off and that you come into an understanding that you are absolutely fully loved and embraced by Jesus. Wow. And I just want to encourage you to just um, just lay hold of that and, and receive that revelation mm-hmm. and um, begin to um, say, Lord, help me to understand you and to grow in, in, in a walk with the Lord. So I just, I just felt we needed to just seize mm-hmm. that moment. I just think somebody was listening that just needed to hear that today because there is a joy that Hebrew talks about. Jesus has joy in pursuing us and revealing himself. If we uh, will turn our hearts and respond, not out of fear of man, um, you know, holding back and saying, I'm not worthy, or those things that we all do self-talk and and, um, put up the barriers in the walls Mm -hmm. where we don't even trust you because you've let me down before and I've been hurt. How could you allow that to happen? All those things that um, stir in our hearts sometimes because of our experiences and yet the Lord's word is so clear mm-hmm. that he loves us. He came and he, he knew the cost and Jesus laid his life down for each one of us. And in this COVID environment, you know, I'm just feeling uh, the franticness maybe and the fears that people have that, that are, uh, have been obstacles uh, to coming to Christ. And it's just been this frantic worry and anxiety um, and now you're listening and you're hearing these stories from Christ's perspective and and uh, hear us. And if you don't understand this kind of love, it's very great. It's hard to understand, but Scripture says we can know it. So that I guess that's our prayer, and that you'll reach out to notmind.ca or notmind.ca and reach out to Ray or to us at our office because that's part of what we do. We want to draw, uh, draw your heart. <laughs> you know, to Christ. He, he's drawing you to himself as you hear this today. So, um, And I just want to piggyback, or one, one, as we come to the end, just one last little comment to say, it's worth it. For mm-hmm. the joy that, that, that we taught, we started by looking at the parable and kind of highlighting this, that it is a joy to focus on the pearl and the treasure. And so, uh, you know, it's worth it. It's worth letting everything go to, to, to get Christ to letting, uh, and, and what does that look like? And what is that journey for you? That's the, the, the wonder and the mystery of each of us having an individual relationship mm-hmm. with Christ and him walking it out with us hand in hand. And, mm-hmm. and it's worth it. It's worth it. Father, we just thank you today for this message that you have for each of our hearts to remind us to tell us, to reveal to us that you have a great love, that you gave up all of yourself because of that great love, and that we can come to you and sell all we have, that we can give you all of ourselves and have that same pearl of value and treasure that is you, and that is the kingdom of heaven, and that is uh, a, 
you know, that comes, Father, out of our, our lives in so many different ways because our life with you is an adventure. And we are just so grateful for this teaching. And I pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see these things that you have revealed to us through stories like these parables. I just pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, once again, Ray, thanks for joining us. It's always fun to to be in a conversation with you. So thanks again. Thank you for having me on the program. And if You'll you want to be wanna, back in uh, August, yeah, he'll be back. I was just going to say, if you want to hear more of Ray, uh, <laughs> then just go to the archive shows and, not and Google and just put Ray Borgen and you'll get all his shows. There you go. Right? <laughs> uh, so not mine.ca, chri.ca mm-hmm. and more than enough.ca. Those all have the players mm-hmm. right there. And then of course, if you're listening on, on whatever podcasting platform, if we're not on your search, let's talk money with Dave and Reb and uh, drop us a line at info at more than enough or go to the website and reach out through the website and uh, we'll get a hold of you and we'll see if we can get on that podcasting platform and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.